Hey, Ho Nation. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for the Hotels episode. If you're unfamiliar with this podcast, if it's your first time listening, this is our sexually explicit episode, which means there is no censor and no filter. Listeners underneath the age of 18 should not be listening to this episode. If you don't mind listening to some sexually explicit shit, this is the episode for you. If not, I completely understand, and we'll see you next week for a regular episode. But if this is your cup of tea, let's start the show. Today is a good day. It's a Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. And I felt the need. It's the a need. day of rest. But, but not for me. me. <laughs> I decided to start this show on a good note. Um, mm-hmm. And due to today's theme, I had to start it off on a good one at that. Okay. Um, it was a hymn that came to mind mm. during these trying times. Yes, Lord. Okay. And... I'm about to give it to you. All right. You got to go downtown. Damn. That's the That's way the to my home. love. Take oh, it sorry. round and round. Ooh, <laughs> you can't <laughs> stop, stop to your find, you find my love. love. Let's find it all. Find it. I, know. That, I, don't, I don't think that was the thing said, but we'll use it. It's fine. That's the version we today. Find yeah. it. Well, um, welcome back. Sorry for the break. Um, we had scheduling conflicts, mm-hmm. and it's okay. It happens. So, welcome back to um, another so another installment of a social experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. called, better known as Hose Never Had Common Sense Three Hundred Five. Um, <laughs> All say Three Hundred Five. <laughs> now um, this is the show that we love to call um, it's a question that we ask every week and it's called Who Raised Who Raised Who that's right Common Sense 103 um, I today I feel very inspired um, my name is Santana okay so I'll see right, Santana, Santana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. my name today is going to be Malbec. I'm named after the wine since all the girls want to be sloshed during their quarantine. Yes, but real quick, real quick. So, so today it's the hotels. Um, mm-hmm. y'all don't know, I felt like it was time for y'all to have it. It was time. Right. Um, and yes, as you guys have already heard, we are not alone. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a guest, and we normally don't. We normally don't introduce our guests. We like our guests to introduce themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shit. Okay. Hey, guests, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> it's the booty cat connoisseur himself, Nori B. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Yes, yes booty cat kind of solo. Do my little hotel, you know, mm-hmm. slight work. Slight work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you guys have not noticed, Marlon and myself are practicing social distancing. Mm-hmm. And um, he, we are both home, all three of us actually, because we're doing this via Skype. So, yes. fun time. Make it fun, fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's get into this format, okay? It's time to pull out some notes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, got that out. So now that we are here, let's talk about it. Let's do um, it. The name of this hotel is a little different from the normal. Um, this is called the Flip Flop. Okay. Yeah. Um, this week I am your resident bottom. Mm, work. Mm-hmm. I'm your resident. I'm your resident. Don't spit out the bottom. We just get started. Am, Don't spit it out. Exactly. I am mother bottom. I am. This is. This is. Let's go, Miss Bussy Cat. All right. I do. Yes, Briss. So, if you guys are not familiar with the hotels, this is our basically our sexually 
explicit, free conversation that we have amongst same gender loving men. And at times we just might not have same gender loving men. So if this is not your type of show, we completely understand because I'd say it again. Um, see y'all next week. But um, if you're not, if you're ready to hear some ratchet shit, welcome to the experiment. <laughs> Come sit with us because you belong here. <laughs> Come have a seat. It's all right. We're being ratchet. Um, I have my normal spiked wine. Okay. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What, Marlon? What are you sipping on? Um, I'm sipping on an N- of uh, MXD Cocktail Company Strawberry Daiquiri. I don't really like her, but she tastes a little bit better now Come that she's chilled. I can do it a little bit. No, not no sponsor. I'm just saying, my <laughs> damn results. Y'all ain't give me no money. No, ain't no money being given. And Murray, what are you sipping on over there, dude? I'm sipping on just a little crown apple with mm. a little bit of ginger ale, just a little bit, just okay. a little bit, just a little, just a little bit, and um, just a, just a splash. Yeah, I'm almost there. That's it. I've been thinking a lot. So. Let's get into the shit. I we have a whole itinerary planned out, but I'm going to mix this just a bit. Okay. Um, all right. So this is a question for all three of us. How did you come to discover your sexual position? Mm. Since, take that since, first. since this is the hotels and this is mainly centered around the versatile experience, I want both of you to explain how you got to be versus, or if you prefer another position over the other so i'll take it first um when i first started off when i was a young warthog um (laughs) i uh i started off as a bottom as i think a lot of us do for some strange reason but whatever is that shade it's not shade okay it's not a read it's just a fact (laughs) fair listen um but I I realized somewhere around because uh, full transparency lost my virginity at eight. We're not going to talk about it right now. That's another story. Um, That's another story. Another episode. Child. But and it was consensual. Just for the girls that are wondering. Um, but I think somewhere around like oh, you 12, I was like I was I was a little dirty. Um, I said somewhere around twelve. I was like you know I got a full playground over here. So. Why am I subjecting myself to only having them into the tie swing when, you know, they could climb the monkey bar? I don't understand. Like, we need to change this. So, yeah. That's when I had discovered that it wasn't going to work like that forever. And, yeah. We worked it out. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't get it twisted. I mean, I've learned, especially when in a relationship, it's best to be with however... Mother is a bottom. I will always be one. And I get, like, when I had to realize that I get little to no excitement from it, then I'm like, you know what? This this is this bottom thing isn't too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Now, don't get it. Now, let's not see. Let's not get this. God, you are definitely. This is a soundtrack to the world right now. Sorry, y'all. Basically. Um, the one thing I, I will say is, um, don't be afraid to touch the front just like you love the back. Because if you can see it from the front, wait till well, you, see, till you see, see it from, it from the, back. the back. And that's scripture. That's in okay. that's that's Corinthians. That, that's Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nori, when did you just make the discovery, honey? Um, honestly, funny story. And this is no lie because the guy that um, I lost my virginity to actually follows me. And he's trans now. Well, sorry, she's trans now. So okay. it's really funny. Okay. So more or less, um, I was advertising myself online as this boy who wanted to lose his gay virginity. And I met this guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he asked me if I was a top or a bottom. And me not having any gay friends. I'm from the country. I have... I had no outlet except for what I saw on BGC back when the bitch was brown. Yes, brown screen. Gay.com. Like, that's, I was in the chat rooms. I was one of them. Okay. So, I had had no other outlet except for what I I saw. And so he said, are you a top or a bottom? And I said, bottom. Because I thought that that meant that he would be writing me. Word. Because I was going to be on the bottom. 
Mm-hmm. Um, a millisecond later, I found a third, uh, a baby leg inside my anus, oh. and I didn't like it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it <laughs> I was waiting a long periodically time for that pee, and, it, was, <laughs> and it, it, it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. <sighs> but um, yeah, so I actually ended up sticking with that because um, I didn't know any better. Um, I mm-hmm. thought that's what everybody did. And then once, I would say like a couple years later, when I got tired of dealing with DL men who wouldn't acknowledge the existence of my penis, I was like, you know what? Let me change this to verse bottom. And then it turned into, let me change this to verse. Then it turned into, I'm not going to list anything, bitch, because today I might be verse and tomorrow I might be a bottom. And then the day after I might be a top. So whatever... So yeah, um, that's how I came into me. And I probably would say I started actively being versed maybe around like 23-ish. Mm-hmm. Bless your heart. Oh, gosh. Oh, bless, bless it. Child, <sighs> it's like a whole relationship for me to even explore that side. And even then, it didn't work. So, child, tell us about that. that. Just expound on that a little bit, because I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know about the bottom's experience with like venturing into the versatility. Tell Bring me about it. that. Bring yeah. it more. Bring well, it see, at the time, I had a man or whatever, <laughs> and what had happened was I knew he was a versatile, and he wasn't respecting. The fact that I, that oh I was a bottom and you can only touch me in the morning, so <laughs> <laughs> so next thing I do, uh, <laughs> so next thing I, I can't get it out with y'all. So next thing I knew, um, it led to me exploring topping and. It would happen once in a blue, but the one thing I did learn when dating a verse is a true verse doesn't, like Nori had just said, they can feel like a top today, they can feel like a full-blown bottom tomorrow, or they just want to be a full-blown verse that day, meaning they want to just have that legendary flip-flop. You just never because know. Everybody everybody loves a pancake. Everybody loves a pancake. You got to cook both sides. You know, once you see that I, bubble, just flip her. Get out. Just, <laughs> about the way you can leave. Because <laughs> I'm had it now. About the way you can leave. <laughs> so the next question that I have, let's do the kiss and tell. Now, the, the kiss and tell is something that I introduced, and this is explaining your best sexual experience. And I want you guys to basically explain to me your best sexual experience—that <clears throat> your best recent sexual experience. Excuse me. Uh, recent, or it has to be best. No, re- I'm going to rephrase that. Do you tell to me your most recent sexual experience? Um, you know what? Uh, Mom was with my boyfriend. I'm going to call him Superman because. Come on, Monica, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I'm it's a bird, it's you, a plane. It's it's a reason why he saved this booty cat killer. Mm. <laughs> he saved him my phone as booty cat killer because yeah. that's what he do. Um but no, um actually it was it was intense and it's it wasn't as raunchy as as I am like typically because we had just argued probably for like two weeks straight. We had seen mm. each other and we were trying to like work through it. We were definitely moving toward the goal, which was, you know, um, making everything right. But it was one of those things like, we're not gonna, we need our space, we need time to process our feelings. And when that man walked in the door with his six foot three self, Hi, I wanted to pull out my name brand knee pads. <laughs> not the faded glory, the Jordan uh, The Jordan uh, Black Nike ones uh, that roll up a little bit. Bitch, I could they, little, they got the little elastic right with the little hard part right over the knee. I wanted to pull out my best knee pads and give him what he deserved because he came in with a fresh shave, mm. looking at me like he like like all his life he wanted booty cat and I was the one. Listen, I was the connoisseur. Um, and I, I wanted all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
ironically, um, in the, I guess for me, um, I was so emotional at that time because I hadn't seen him. So I was in bottom mode and I was going through a lot. And I was like, babe, you know what? I told him beforehand, I was like, when you get here, I need you to get me pregnant so I can have you at least for 18 years. That's like, right. I want you to fuck my throat so bad, so mm. hard that it's like an offering because I chose your dick over oxygen. I want you to fuck my throat so much that those tears roll down my eye. Listen, bitch. When they roll off to the side. Into As the that old gospel song says, <laughs> we bring the sacrifice of throats into the, <laughs> into the house. Into the house. I am yes. um, but, but I will say it, it was interesting because um, that was probably the most passionate. Um, I'm weird. Like, as soon as we argue, the minute that we've come to a resolution, I'm brick and I'm ready to fuck because my emotions are so tied into my sex drive. So um, in that moment, I was feeling the bottom and, and he, he, he did what he had to do. Um, Word. It, it was one of those like where you can't you can't speak. You just moan. You try to say daddy, it just don't come out. Mm-hmm. You try to say you try to be. You try to be like Coco Dorm and you try to be like Breeder Raw, fuck this ass nigga. Mm-hmm. And all that comes out is, oh. Yes. And it was one of those. And then he finished. Of course, I never see his semen because what's pulling out? Um, <laughs> what's that? What's that? I, listen, I say either make my ass your babysitter, either get me pregnant or make my throat your babysitter. That's it. That's it. I've literally not seen his semen since the first week we dated. Word. Just want to be clear about it. Just want to be clear about it because I take care of. Him. Yes. So I cook and clean, baby. But um, but no. Nah, um. So. It wash everything. Thank you so much for taking it from me. Because I was definitely singing that in my head. Um, <laughs> the funny thing about it, like I said, is I was in the bottom mold. And then I'm I'm really really weird. Like I'm this awkward mix. Like I mix the heteronormative roles with with actual what we do in the bedroom. So I mm. went from being in this vulnerable place to like, you're week two. I want to hold you. I want to please you. And we were just sitting there, and I was like, babe, that ass cool. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And he rolled me to a kingdom come. And it was yes. different because, you know, like, I feel like in relationships, you have moments where you fuck. Mm-hmm. Then you have your quickies. Then you mm-hmm. have your actual make love. And we made love on that day. Like, mm-hmm. I even, I got up and was like, do you want something to drink? I got Pop-Tarts in the Frigidaire. I mean, sitting on top of the Frigidaire. Nice peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. I got some chicken. I might have to thaw it out under some water. But whatever you need, I'll stay up <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the morning. Chicken <laughs> parmesan for you because you and that booty cat deserves. Because it wasn't. Because th- let me let me explain something. This is one of the reasons why I'm with him. This is one of them because he don't do the lazy ass riding when you're on your knees. He do that shit froggy style. Listen on the feet, feet planted on the feet on my good old inexpensive IKEA mattress. Just unstable. Just unstable as fuck. Could break it fuck the support. It could break. We can buy you more. He he came and he did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I lit up a black and mild. I slurped on my bright and early orange juice. Yes. drink Because he loves yeah. a bright and early. And heated up a bag of popcorn and said, babe, do you want some? Because you deserve. And um, that was my experience. It, it was one of those, like, the next morning, I literally just sat on the bed and looked at him. And he woke up, and he was like, because he, he's he's hyper-masculinity personified. Like, I don't I don't know, even completely not clockable. It's just, he's just fucking weird. But that's all I love him. And, like, he just looked at me, he's like, babe, you all right? And I was like, you want to do it again? <laughs> you want to about? <laughs> I got some rocket with sausage in the fridge there if you want me to um bitch, look, looking like Ebony in that dance scene in Players Club after her after Diamond started to fight her. You don't know what to do with your life. <laughs> Listen, I, everybody. I was ready to go. And um because I knew it was good because after after I bottom I said because usually when I bottom 
once I nut, it's like fuck you. You you have to get your nut before mine because if I do get mine before yours, it's a wrap. It's been a pleasure. I believe in you. The children are our future. Go find one of those children, and and yeah. make and be great because I'm done. But yeah. um, afterwards, I was just like, you know, um, how long? Like, how much Gatorade you need to do this again? <laughs> How long do you need to re-energize and right. basically let it build up so I can have more? I was there like I need to know, know these things. Do you need me to lick your nipple? <laughs> I mean, this is still clean and you can have right. it if you right. want. Right. You know like when you when you actually get it, when you get the tower and you be wiping it all slow, I was like, right. how long you how much time you need? <laughs> I, was, I don't want to wipe it all off, so you can go right back in. We don't want to clean it all the way. I want to still. I so want to leave it a little bit, on. you know, for flavor. For like the seasoning. I got the good old, not even hot. Mm-mm, no, you gotta do it just right. It's the warm rag for you to wipe off what you eat. But Listen. do you understand? I want more. Yeah. I'm gonna need some more. It's like, um, you know, but honestly, you know what? This is the first guy that I have ever been completely physically attracted to. Like you have your your ideal type, mm-hmm. everything that I like in a man he has, from the pretty teeth, the dark skin, the beard, the 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 muscular build, but still has a belly. And I love a nigga with titties. And he got these hips. He got hips. Like Damn. he looked like a single mom of two. <laughs> So one Listen. Like the second one will get you there. And he Listen. got these big ass legs that wobble when he walks. And I've been looking at him like, you deserve me on your face right now. You deserve me. You deserve me. You deserve me. You deserve I hate everybody. So, yeah. Um, I could keep going on, on about my nigga, but just know that um I ain't missing no meals. Listen. And I wasn't missing no dick or booty cat until this goddamn quarantine. Right. Well, yeah, she didn't put a, a little strain on everybody just a little bit, yeah. you know. So, Marlon, is it your turn? <sighs> um, so, my had happened, uh, I, I just left my home. Oh. It had happened, uh, yesterday uh. and this morning. Uh, oh. Did it leave? Did it? Did it leave you breathless, child? Shit. Um. Wait. Before so. you get started, I want to butt in and say Marley's man is fine, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he is fine. I mean, my my daughter, is, my daughter is gorgeous. Let's be yes. real. He yes. is fine. Yes. I walked in. Yes. I met him for the first time the other day, and I walked in wanting to flash everybody. Like you, like did it. <laughs> You want those? Okay, so because of Rona, we only see each other like once a week now. Um, and we are very sexual so we went from almost every day to almost every other day to now once a week so that said um yeah so we decided in the midst of the quarantine to get a room for a day in the city and uh we had met up or whatever and uh basically just did the damn thing got some food came in we ate did you did this food just leave to shout? What is going on? <laughs> no, I had the coffee. I was sucking on this alcohol. You know, the bitches will think I got the Rona. Listen. I'm not doing this. <laughs> had to walk away. But <sighs> it's just always a magical time because we are both completely versatile. Ooh. So we believe in the flip-flop shop all the time. Um yeah, and uh, he had brought me some oxtails and some curry goat with some rice and beans. Because, mm. you know, he had to fuel me up a little bit. And um, we had ate, you know, I brought the liquor 
or whatever. I bought us a lot of absolute juice with some strawberry in it and some champagne because my baby liked the bubbles. He deserves. You know, um, I got a little Simply Lemonade, Strawberry Lemonade. You know, I made my little concoction or whatever. I made us some cocktails. And uh, we got to eating and he was ready for this dick. So uh, I had to Love. put it down real quick because that's Love. what I do. Um, that was round one. Uh, didn't come yet because I had about three drinks in me and I get a little strong, strong, like I'm already long winded. But when I got liquor in me, mm-hmm. incredible Hulk, I go for the long run. You know, mm-hmm. you, you doing this until you mm-hmm. can't take no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bay's a little insatiable, so he literally can go until I just get out. Um, you know, so that was round one. Didn't come yet. You know, we just backed off a little bit. I was sweating. Had a little bead of sweat right above the eyebrows. It's right there yeah. before mm-hmm. they drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to turn the AC on. It was kind of hot. And, um, yeah, so uh, after that, uh, about five minutes later, I was on the stomach uh, getting some of that dick because that's how we do this. <laughs> Wore that ass out quick. Uh, yeah, you know, the booty is magical. So he busted his first one. That was fantastic. And uh, we relaxed for a little bit, had another cocktail. Uh, it was round two for me. I had to jump back in it, um, beat the ass down because that's what I do. I'm a nigga Mm-mm. that puts it down for my baby Mm-mm. all the time. I make it happen. Uh, so uh, that's my first one. Uh, that was great. We took a break and then we decided it was time for some more food because we was hungry again. We went to go get some food. Uh, got a little smash burger. Um, got some burgers and some fries. Went across the street. Got some chicken wings from Bonchon. Came back, ate. Uh, I had a couple more cocktails. They said he wanted some more dick, so I delivered. And um, wait, wait, say that, bro. say that again. Say story. They said he wanted some more. And you so what I do? I delivered. Ooh. Delivered. Because that's what. Delivered. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And uh, yeah, that, that was literally like. In 24 hours, I think we fucked about five times. Mm-hmm. I ain't got the five, Yeah, five times, two nuts apiece. Definitely did. Definitely did. He woke up this morning and tore his ass up this morning. Ooh, baby, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, because what he put down this morning. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen. It was great, okay? It's wonderful. That's why bitches glowing. I had to, you know, shave, get the wolf pussy off my face. You do look, look a little light good. Good. You know, like, you, do, you, know, you, do, you, do, you do look a little fair today. Just a little, you know. It's, it's the glow. Fair. It's the afterglow. Don't worry, and, my nigga's uh, coming at 7 o'clock. I'm going to be light skinned too, bitch. That's right. Do it. I mean, you know, <laughs> that magnet, bitch. Like, do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, we satisfied until next Saturday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's wonderful. Lay it down. Lay it down. You hoes lay it down. And he did. And here we are. So, yeah. Lanisha. <laughs> what happened? What happened, motherfucker? What happened? Well, so, I was a part of a birthday celebration. Oh. <laughs> um... <laughs> This is come wrapped in fondant and shit. What happened? What happened? <laughs> um, well, well, let's just say this, and I hate telling on myself. While you were busy last night, so was I. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, let's just say. Mother decided to flip, but um, while mother was flipping, her mouth was full. Oh, you come on, because you're a bad bitch. There's no other way to do it. There's no other way. That's it. While in the middle, in the middle of helping bring in the celebration, I mean, I was a part of just the bottom half, and I was just giving, giving some amazing. Amazing oral skill. 
Come on, come on, some folk. Some folk. Some folk. All uvular, mm-hmm. no teeth. Oh, listen. So I feel like it, so I feel like it was the last supper. Do you hear me? That's it. The, the last one. The last one. Not the second no, last, but the no last. No more poke chops. The last. Just done. We're done. We're we're finished. It's over. But just not like understand. Okay. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I think it should segue extra. Well, ooh, child. The next one that I have for the actual segment is called Nostalgia Hole Ultra. Now, this is something that myself and Ryan have done on several occasions, but I think we never talked about the experience that got us to where we are. Now, here's the thing if your experience was triggering, you don't have to talk about it. Okay. Um, in this segment, I want us. I want you to tell us about the experience of curiosity that led, basically, led you here. I think we kind of touched that, but not so much. What do you mean by here? Uh, the versatility. Yes. Mm. Um, but you kind of just said that too. <laughs> well, well, you know, I can actually, I can be really truthful about it because it, it doesn't necessarily um, relate to my first experience. Right. But I will say, um, me being versatile um, was kind of um, a reflection of me coming into myself. Okay. And 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 not fitting into the heteronormative ideal of gender roles because I not having any um, gay friends, not having any uh, a gay mother or father, or even just like a big brother. If you're not into labeling that, um, I had no idea what it really was. So if if I thought that a bottom was you were the girl, I thought a top you were the guy, I thought a verse you were doing both. And, and, and you couldn't do both at the same time. It, it was either mm. or. Like, you had to plan this shit out. And I think for me, um, I literally, if, if we're speaking in regards to just sex, um, I realized that, one, I was a narcissistic ass, and I didn't like paying for dates. Mm. And the way to guarantee that was to bottom. Um, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> I mean, I was just like, listen, like, look, I'm not paying for nothing. Take me to Cheesecake Factory. I want all the top biscuits from Red Lobster. Listen. Like, run me that, and you might. You want to see some ants. I want to see, wanna some, see some cats. I want to see some No, I want to see cheddar biscuits from Red Lobster. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll but, um, I will say, as as I kind of grew and, and I realized that sexuality isn't black and white and 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 positions aren't necessarily black and white for some, and, and it definitely wasn't for me because... I am very much a boss in every other aspect of my life. From my job, I've been in restaurant management for years. Um, in my family, I'm the oldest child. I'm an authoritative figure in my family. I'm who they go to for advice. Even with my friends, I'm the one who is always all right. So for me, um, being a bottom was kind of like, you know what, I can let go. I can be vulnerable and all this good jazz. Um, but I didn't realize that I could be both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me meeting someone who was um, we were actually engaged, uh, who was comfortable with me expressing all of me. And I don't want to say both sides because I don't think that sexuality and gender roles and all that good stuff are just it's just a dual thing. He right. was just comfortable with me expressing all of me, and I walked into that relationship saying I'm about him. And he was like, actually, if you look back, you top more times than you bottom with mm-hmm. me. Um, I think you're just talking about gender roles. And it took him saying that for me to realize and feel comfortable saying, you know what, I'm actually verse. Um, Word. And that was that. That's interesting. It's crazy because for me, it was like, sexually, there was that realization that, like, this is not what I'm, what I want to be limited to. And I know for me, um, it's kind of similar similar to your situation, but in the sense that back then when I was a teenager, like it was so there was so much pressure around being masculine, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to be a dude and the all this ghetto. stuff. Like the complete ghetto. And like 
there was a lot of like bottom shaming was super serious back then. You know, if you were bottom, you was just like it is, but I don't think that it's it's not as bad as it was back then. Correct. Still bad, but not as bad as it was back then. And it was just like that paired with me knowing that I wanted to do more and was capable of doing more led me to that space where I was like I think when I turned like 14, 15 was when I was like I am no longer settling for just being a bottom like I'm not settling for no strict nothing you're going to either do it all with me or you're not and granted I've met quite a few tops that were not complete tops for me because I wasn't playing that (laughs) But I think that um, the first experience I ever had that really like my first truly versatile experience. Child, I was eighteen. Your mouth water. You need a nap. Talk talk about talk about it. Get a napkin, girl. Get a napkin. Talk about it. Uh huh. Come on, you salivating. Let's go. And uh, uh, my now ex boyfriend. His name is Darnell. Shout out to Darnell. Hey, so um, like Darnell, he, like um, old girl's husband from motherfucking um, girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, uh, now, he was fine. He was. He was. Darnell was a senior in high school at the time. I was a year before him. Darnell was all of six feet. Oh. Had to be like a smooth two ten, two twenty. Football player and a wrestler. He was just, just the embodiment of thick, like ass, thighs, legs, chest. Had the little pouch stomach that I love so much. Arms was on point. Everything was great. Dick was at least a good eight. Like he was solid. Pretty (laughs) bright style, (laughs) like. Ugh, it was everything, baby. That motherfucker. The first time we ever got down, came on my house when everybody was out the house. Okay, talk about and, it. Um, baby, we got to doing the foreplay and shit, and that motherfucker bent that big thick body over and presented me with the ass. Roll your boats. Roll your boats. Come on, shout the But not so much. Because I was in that shit. Down the string, beat that motherfucker in, and then that motherfucker had the nerve to flip me over and return the favor. I was forever changed. I have broke I have broke let out couches with that nigga. Like it it oh, oh. that was some of the best that I've ever had. That's when I I stepped into versatility and I was like, you know what? I said what I said, mm-hmm. and if you can't bring it like this, mm-hmm. you probably leave it. Because leave it. this is where it's at. It's where it's at. That's it, it's right that. here. Flip flop shop, right here, nigga. Never again. <laughs> Never again. Never. Never. <laughs> no. If I can get it I... like this from this type of motherfucker, you can't tell me shit. I think the first time I realized that I don't, because I think as a as bottoms, especially when you first come into the community, you think automatically you're supposed to be basically the submissive one, and in reality, technically you are. But the first time I ever defied like the rules of it, I can say, came about when. Ooh, child. I was like about to graduate high school. And this mm-hmm. was, y'all know, I'm very reminiscent of my days on that good old Raven Honey. Okay. Yes, party line. Okay. So, okay. best days from the party line. <laughs> this dude, like, this dude came to the house or whatever. And I was here thinking, I'm about to get me some dick. Okay. And <laughs> this dude, for some odd reason, I think at that time we had like this chair in my my parents living room and when I say this man went to town on the joystick he went to he went to town he went literally went to fucking town and 
ever since I was like, I was like, ooh. Is there more old cats out there? I want to know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm asking for me. Because that's yeah. actually very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So it's more so I've never been the type to cast myself to like, oh, you only can touch the back, not the front. No, baby, touch the front. It's here. It exists. Okay. And that's just in her. So check that. That's a really great segue into the next question. Okay. Which I know is on the list, but okay. I put it on my notes and I wanted to talk about there's levels to this shit when it comes to versatility. So I'm going to talk about like you have those of us that are like completely versed and then you have people that are like first tops, first bottoms, oral tops, oral bottoms, whatever have you. Like, how do y'all feel about that? Because I, I think I used to be very against the like different categories of being versatile because I used mm-hmm. to be like bitch if you verse you verse like mm-hmm. ain't no all like this more than the other I used to be really against that but like as I've grown I've learned that everything don't work for everybody like that like bitch everybody can't be like you and be an old pancake you can flip me over do whatever but like there are people that are just like well you know I'm versatile but I top on holidays about most of the time I'm out. like <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, um, what I equated the whole verse bottom and verse top to is gender roles. Because for me, um, it wasn't until recently that I was actually able to separate, I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) that walk up that separate it wasn't coming out Um, it wasn't up until recently that I was able to separate what I did in the bedroom from what I wanted to be outside of the bedroom because Mm -hmm. like I said I'm I'm very dominant in every other aspect of my life and when it comes to who I date I don't want that role I want to break I want safety in my partner Um, so for a while I was classifying myself as a verse bottom because I was in more so, I wouldn't even say submissive because I'm hard-headed and I really don't submit. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't. Um, it, it takes a lot for me to get to that point. Um, but I was definitely more, I was less dominant. I was more passive. Um, and then as I, you know, I've grown to meet people and date a little bit more, um, you come to find that it can be interpreted 15 million different ways and that there isn't just one shade of gray. So as for me, I prefer, I prefer to, to, to equate that to gender roles because it best explains who I am when I tell someone I am a verse bottom because they don't understand. Like if I say I like versatility, but I like being less dominant. Okay. Our dynamic is really it's it's really awkward. They don't quite know how to take me. Um, but if I were to say verse bottom, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Um, so, yeah, it, it was... Up until that point, like I said, I, I wasn't really seeing it. And then I met people where verse bottom meant that, you know, like you said, um, I want to top every blue moon. And then I've also heard that verse bottom means... Like a bottom means you can only touch the back, not the front. Mm-hmm. And then a verse bottom mm-hmm. means I am open to... Uh, Felicia, I'm open to you actually acknowledging the presence of my of my penis. So, it it has its pros and I wouldn't say pros and cons. It has its its different ways of being interpretive, and it's all about perception. Um, but I don't um, I don't demonize it. I think that we all have we all get to choose how we want to be represented. We all get to choose what label if we choose a label, and that there's nothing wrong with it um, as long as you can effectively communicate what you want. Dude. What does it really matter at the end of the day? Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. I mean, I was I was really hung up on it. Like in my teenage years, I was like, "Bitch, what? What do you mean you're a verse top? Bitch, you versatile." You know, <laughs> I'm like, that's like now having that language and really like living life and understanding that when it comes to like sexuality and sexual preference and proclivities and stuff like that, like everybody has their own little thing that just works for them. And sometimes it'll be like, "Yeah, I'm versatile," but 
I really only like to top every once in a while or you have the people that be like oh I only top in my relationships or stuff like that and it used to irritate me and I had to ask my like, bitch why are you so irritated about stuff like that um, and then I realized that it was just like at that point I was like I feel like I'm missing out on opportunities where people are shutting out shutting me out for being who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. I can't talk to you because I'm completely versed and you're versed top and I'm not dealing with that. You see what I'm saying? So it was like, well, bitch, that's on you. That ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> you know, but I feel like it's it's cool. Like, as long as people are being honest with who they are and what they like, with the people that they're dealing with, it shouldn't be no problem. I, I I mean, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Nori. I was just going to say, I feel like it's all in, in communication. And we really try so hard to label who we are. Um, and I think in a sense, it sometimes works because people get the gist of it. Um, but I think with maturity and age, especially for me, um, I've been able to walk in the situation and say, hold up, before we start that verse top shit, blah, 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 blah. This is just what I like. And if this right. isn't something that you can cater to, if this isn't something that you agree with, let's just go back to being associates and then saying, hey, how are you? I think you're sexy when we post fire-ass pics, selfies. Like, let's just move back to that and call it a day. But it's, it's all about communication and being able to effectively say, these are the things that I want. And I don't think we, we all have that. Right. See, the, I think the easier that it becomes especially when people understand that submissive like submission is a gift and not mm. everybody understands that submission is a gift if i'm submissive to you i'm about them and technically by nature i'm supposed to be submissive excuse me um this where did marlon go i'm here but i see his icon oh he turned off the camera i'm here <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is once we realize that submission is a gift I think we all would be fine um, because everyone automatically believes oh because you're the bottom you're supposed to be the submissive one in the relationship uh, no I'm not uh, I can right. still tell you no I could also be very selective as to when or where I decide to submit but you have to understand it is a gift and it's not something that's automatically granted to you and just because you decided to, you know, stretch out my booty cat, don't mean that I'm gonna submit to you all the time. Yeah, stretch out this booty cat. That's real. That's I mean, you can real. stretch out, you can stretch out this booty cat all you like, but that don't mean that you won't get it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, motherfuckers spend guns in this club all the time. All the time. Listen, <laughs> listen, you do what you signed up for with this one. Okay, so. You speak a lot about heteronormatives when it comes to versatility. Let's explore that. Um, exactly where do you feel the heteronormative, though we kind of like kind of ice over it, let's dive in further. Do you feel like it's harder to be versatile when it comes to the heteronormatives that come in gay relationships? Oh. <laughs> um, yes. Um, I think um, like I said, I, I think it kind of goes into communication. And first, it's, it's hard to disassociate sex from gender roles. And unfortunately, we've all we, for well, I wouldn't say we've all been. For myself, I was programmed and thought gender role, gender role, gender role. And even even now, as a at my big age, <laughs> I'm still struggling to get out of that mentality. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think it's kind of tough. Um, and more so because when I communicate what I'm really wanting in the bedroom and outside of the bedroom and in regards to interaction, a lot of guys aren't used to that level of communication. Mm-hmm. And it catches them off guard and they don't know how to receive it. So, mm-hmm. um, because, <clears throat> for instance, my guy, Superman, um, when we met, I, I said... I was like, how am I gonna how am I gonna word this? And so when we when we talked about positions, he started out first and said, I'm a first top. I said, All right, cool, I'm a first bottom. It, it works. It, we we get into it. Um, but um up until recently, and we've been um dating each other since September, 
um, up until recently, that's when we really got into the mode of what do we really want emotionally and stuff from each other. Um, and what does submissiveness really mean? And what does dominance really mean? Um, mm. And it, it, it took some, I guess when you, when you were raised, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say raised, what's the word I'm looking for? When you were, when you came into yourself in the early 2000s, when, when heteronormative shit was a big thing and bottom shaming was a big thing, um, it was, it was hard to put that out there. Like, like that's what you really wanted. And that, um, and I struggled with it making me less, feeling like it made me less of a man, to be quite honest. Um, so um, as of now, um, because I'm I'm more so comfortable with with what I really want, because I think we all know, we, we have a general idea of what we want, but I think if we were to sit down and say, like, okay, that's what I tell people, but is 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 this what I tell people because this because I just want interaction, like because this won't run them away. Like when we really sit down and think about what we want, now that I've come to that place where I can actually communicate that, um, it's a it's a beautiful thing, um, and I think it comes with growth because I don't expect the baby gays to know it. They won't. They won't. I mean, I literally just saw a bottom of my profile right now. Um, I mean, on Twitter, just now, just like going in about what he wanted. And I was like, no, sis, you don't want that. In my DMs, you said something different. <laughs> I'm just being honest. So, like, I think it comes with communication and um, understanding that gender roles, for some gays, they actually need that. They need to be categorized. They need a label. Um, but for me, like I said, as, at, at my big age, um, now that I've come to understand the gray in sexuality mm -hmm. uh, and the different shades of gray, it's just like, you know what, fuck heteronormative roles. This is just what I want. And it right. doesn't make me a bottom. It doesn't make me a top. It doesn't make me less dominant. It doesn't make me more dominant. It's a, this is just what I want. Can you cater or not so I can go back to the next nigga that's in my DMs? Listen. Because if you can't, next K. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. I dig that. I mean, it's it's really interesting because society has um, really conditioned us to believe a lot of different things, right? When it comes down to gender roles and stuff like that. And even beyond gender roles, just like... <laughs> Just like to this point where we we feel like we have to put everything in a box. Like everything needs a label. Otherwise we can't we almost don't know how to deal with it. You know what I mean? When mm -hmm. the importance, like Nora was saying, like the importance is what makes you happy and what works for you. Especially for you and that person. That's really all that matters. What anybody else has to say about it, how anybody else feels about it, means nothing. Go for it. Um, it means nothing to anyone at all. Like, if it works, what works for you and the person that you're dealing with is always paramount. Period. Anything that anybody else has to say about it means a hill of beans. It don't mean shit. So it's best to just, like, live in the truth that you're in than trying to appeal to the norms of what society tells you you should be doing because of who you are or what you love. It's dumb. Well, let's be perfectly clear. I've had some, um, some, I've had men that are not ideally masculine, you know, um, divide and conquer the booty hat. Um, I've had men that are completely macho, completely let me down. So for everyone that think that heteronormatives help or would basically equate to happiness. They really don't. They really don't. If I decide I'm gonna sit here and sashay around my house and pop my wrist, I'm gonna do just that. And trust and believe, he's still gonna want this food cat when I'm done. I like that. He said, "What's the food cat that I'm doing?" And that's just gonna pull. <laughs> I hate you a lot. Oh, you don't. So, I guess that brings us to the heart of this conversation, which is 
Drum roll, please. It's not you, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So, I want, seeing that you guys have way more experience and you guys are actually the versatiles in this, I want you to give me the pros and cons of being said versatile in the regards of sexual and as well as dating. Can I start off by saying the biggest con that has ever been to being a versatile man is that gay society equates being versatile as being an undercover bottom. Sis, that's not what this means. <laughs> that's not what this means. Like, that, that has been the hardest thing I've ever had to fight my entire gay life. It's like, bitch, just because I like the dick and the ass don't mean that I'm trying to hide something. Like, sweetheart, I am secure in the fact that I like and love them both. Mm-hmm. This ain't no hiding. If I'm going to be a bottom, I'm going to be a bottom. Like, I don't need to... And I feel like that that goes back to, like, motherfuckers that come out and say they bisexual instead of saying that they're completely gay just to, like, Ooh, as a sure. padding. Like, Ooh. it's unnecessary. <laughs> like, bitch, I'm not doing all that. Like, it's not... Like, bitch, when I tell you I'm versed, that's what that means. Like, that means I like them both. And unless I give you some, like, breakdown of category, if I tell you that I'm first top, first bottom, or whatever, then you should take it as such and not try to shame me for liking them both. I feel like it's really crazy that people get upset that you can be fluid with your sexual preference Uh and they can't. So they try to shame you or put you in a box that feels comfortable to them because they don't understand how you can do it. That pisses me off. It's like, be ye top or bottom. There's so many of them out there that be like, oh, bitch, you say you're versatile. Oh, well, you just a bottom. How? How, sis? You bend over and let, let, let me show you exactly how much of a bottom I really am. Come like, on, bottom. Because I can do that. Down. If I so choose to. But I like them both. And you're not going to tell me that, oh, because you, like it's that whole thing of like, it's, I almost compare it to like women that meet a man that has had a homosexual experience and then okay. would go to call him gay just because he had one experience. Or bitch, no, that's not how that works. Just because I like what I like does not mean that I am less than. Doesn't mean that I am like, and then that whole, that's a whole nother subject, but like, <laughs> it goes right into, it goes into bottom shaming. It really does. It all ties into that. But that's that's been the biggest problem. Biggest kind of being versatile is you say you're versatile and motherfuckers automatically think you're bottom. Hate it. It's trash. I hate it here. You know, honestly, for me, I haven't experienced much much bottom shaming because mm-hmm. I think because of my size and my stature, most guys are actually surprised and intrigued by the fact that I do like bottoming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so my experience has been different. I think for me, my biggest struggle has been getting guys to understand that I'm I don't want the same thing on every day, and that that everybody doesn't necessarily fall into my bracket as if like every versatile person is like that. But getting them to understand that on this day, right now, in this very moment, I want to blow your back out, and tomorrow, I'm eating lettuce and ice all day. Hello. And then the day after that, I might want a flip session. So getting guys to understand, and and you would think that that would be easy. It it just be like you know it's sex. Have sex the way you want to have sex. But as Marla said, (laughs) (laughs) you know, as Marla said, you know the need to categorize things. um, A lot of guys are in the mood that they don't process that, and I've even experienced that. And in my own relationship where, like, I would bottom and then my guy would say, and, like, he, he'd finish his thing and I'd be like, um, hey, um, you clean? And he'd be like, wait, what? Yeah, it, it can happen on the same night. <laughs> it, That's it. It can happen. It's a thing. So, um, I guess for me, I let people perceive me how they want to perceive me because 
I am weird in regards to like however I see you when I first this is another topic, I'm sorry, but however I see you when I first meet you, that won't change. So if I ever meet someone and I say and in my mind they're bottom, it's hard for me to let them top me. And it doesn't have anything to do with femininity or gender roles. It's just if I meet you and you have a fat ass and all I want to do is dig in and motorboat that booty cat. That's all I feel comfortable doing with you. Hmm. So um, getting people to understand that, because I think I go into true versatility in a relationship. Hmm. Um, in most cases, when it comes to casual encounters, I'm either or. Um, and it just depends on how I meet you and the way I speak you. So getting people to understand that, like when they say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm verse, and I'm like, listen, I didn't want verse from you. I want a top from you. And if you can't deal, then it's been a pleasure. I'll go to the next nigga in my DM. Word. Yeah, I feel that. And that's on that. It's on periods and mamas and first trimesters. <laughs> you listen. It's on exclamation mark. Okay. Hate your lot. Um, pros of being versed. The fluidity of being versatile is everything. Mm-hmm. Because I can literally fall into any given situation at any given time and it'll just be fine. Because I fuck for my own enjoyment anyway. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Roll your boat. Listen, <laughs> whatever is put on my plate, I can eat it. And that's just the greatest part about it. I love it. You know, that's my shit. You know, I, would say the, I would say the pros for me is just epic ass orgasms like especially during the during the times where i have had flip sessions it's some uh, it's it's almost spiritual like it's it's fucking epic mm-hmm. it is epic um especially relationship wise when there's some some emotions attached to it right it's i don't have I don't have any other way to describe it except for to say that it's epic. And, um... Come on. I'm thinking. Y'all, low-key babe just texted and said, I'm going to be there around by 7. Get this cat clean. Get to a piece. Okay. Come get this cat. It's clean. It's It's moist. Hello. Well, why did you sound like Rolling Ray just now? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, is that on purr? I cannot. I cannot. Well, I think we have the majority of the agenda today. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to add? Um, you know, let the verse children live their lives. Please do. Get in where you fit in. Oh, you know what? This is this is what I want to read with the children today. To my bottom children. Talk about it. Let me tell you something. You bottoms that are out here discriminating against diverse men, you're doing yourself a disservice, sis. Let me tell you why. Why? You have not had dick until you have had dick. Mm-hmm. From a versatile man. Let me tell you mm-hmm. why that's true. This is the word. This is the word. Follow this is the word. Bless you. The verse man is gonna dick you right. Right. You wanna know why he's gonna dick you right, bitch? Because he's had it. That's it. He know where all the spots is. He know what he's doing. He know where to get in and get off. He know all the ramps that lead to the ones without a motherfucking toe, bitch. He's going to give you the biz and the nasty, bitch. Not the nest, the the nest. That's it. The nest. Stop discriminating against first men. Don't do it. You fuck around and missing out on your miracle, bitch. Do Not it. the miracle. That's it. Do yourself a favor, ho. It'll grow your ass back, bitch. You get your old verse, man. Let him Period. fuck them curls back into your life, bitch. It'll make you right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's um, it. You know what? I, I think if I could leave anybody with anything, it would be take time to find out who you are and what you want. Work. Mm. You, you don't have to... Luckily, we live in a society now where you it's okay to not have a label. 
Um, but take time to figure out what you want. You don't have to fit into any role. Your your happiness, you're worthy of it. And you don't have to sacrifice that to fit into a gender role. You don't have to sacrifice that just to be what somebody else wants just for a little bit of attention or sexual gratification. Just take time to figure out what you want and be perfectly okay with communicating that and mm-hmm. be perfectly fine with the person not accepting that and moving on to the next. That's mm-hmm. Be That's okay fine. with that. Be okay with rejection just as well as you're okay with acceptance. And, um, just, just rest on that. Just be comfortable with who you are enough to where you can say, this is what I want. And whether that's versatility, whether that's being a complete bottom, a verse bottom, a verse top, non-binary trans, be comfortable with saying this is who I am and this is who I want. And be comfortable with not settling. If it's not working for them, it's been a pleasure. Where's your father? I'll fuck him instead. Hell on, Jesus. Show me where your daddy at. Come on, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want to leave that with the kids. You you don't have to fit any mold, guys. You you are you. And then you are fearfully and wonderfully made. There's no one else like you. And rest on that. Rest in that. Um, and, and that you're perfect. That's it. That's it. That's all I got to say. That's chilling, it. Chilling. Do not sit here and believe or whatever that your sexual preference limits you sexually. I'm going to say that. Now, you know, mother is a foul bottom, but y'all heard me say that I talked yesterday. Listen to listen. Come on, Fanny. I just wanted to show that. Listen, (laughs) these tangles over here, child, I ain't doing that. So, (laughs) it's more so, listen, explore your sexuality. Do not be afraid to venture out into things that you might not be comfortable with. How the fuck would you know you're going to like it or not, sis? You want have to be uh, get uncom- get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's how exactly. you find out whether you like some shit or not. Okay, exactly. you may sit here and like to put you may like to sit here and stick on the magic stick of the black hole child. That is your business, and you can still yes be labeled a body. Come you on. don't need to be labeled a verse. You don't have to do all different things. And just to piggyback off what Nori said, don't be afraid to be who the hell you are, child. And especially, and it's so whack that you'll find people, especially bottoms, that sit here trying to tell a verse at their bottom. I'm like, um, some of the best dick I've ever had in my life came from verse. Let's be perfectly clear. <laughs> when I say that man had me sitting here literally twitching, twitching, and he was a verse. What I didn't know what to do with myself. I was no, you know, beyond. I was beyond. Hello. It's right. I think about it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bitch. I love it. I love but it. Do Come not on. be afraid to be and to explore your sexuality. And that's all I got on it. Word. Well, I guess with that we conclude today's episode. Yes. Um, thank you, children, for being here. We appreciate you guys. Thank you, Noy, for taking time out of your schedule. Um, literally in the in the last minute of scheduling to be yes. here with us today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Do this again. Yes. Absolutely, Nori, Tell Listen. them where they can find you if you'd like to share your handle or anything like that. Uh, you can find me at Nori B. Love on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're feeling jazzy, Google booty, booty Cat Connoisseur, and I promise you I'll pop up. And that's Hello. Booty Cat with a C. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because I like because mine, mine gives you the K, because I, I bring out the essence of mother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. With that being said, thank you guys for tuning in. We enjoy, and we will see you guys next week. Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye. Bye.